between the life we see and the world we dream, there are stories when they are told. Nightmares become imagination. So please. <laughs> Thomas, you aren't. Hello to the guild. Are you ready to do some exploring? Welcome to the Dim Light Anxiety Podcast. My name is Giggles, and I am your host that laughs her way through the fear. <laughs> Before my current job, I was a cook. Essentially, I was paid to play with very, very sharp knives which also makes me uniquely qualified to speak of dangerous and dark things. There is one thing besides my cats that I am very close to and comforted by, and that's the sharp edge. A cleaver can dice if you use it right. Take that however you want. Jumping subjects, as people with ADHD are wont to do. (laughs) Today's date is a numerical rarity. It is Tuesday, the 22nd of the second month of the 22nd year. (laughs) It seems even the dates have dates. There's way too much coupling going on this month. (laughs) So, in appreciation of Today, I want to take a second, second, to read some comments the writers have sent me. (laughs) Seeing their excitement and appreciation is a big reason why I continue on with scaring the laughter out of us. One of the writers said, Nice, thank you. It was very well done. I was not disappointed. You rock. Another fabulous writer said, Thank you for narrating my story. That was amazing. Great use of music. Feel free to use any of my work in the future. That was one of the writers from the first season, which actually will be reappearing here soon. And finally, I'm so glad you enjoyed reading it. It's been an honor to have it narrated. What they don't know is the real honor is mine. I feel super appreciative to have such amazing and talented people join in on the meeting of the guild. Which really brings us to the question, what's your story? If you would like your creature creation or any other scary story style to come to life, then email them to dimlightanxiety at gmail.com then you could tell me what you think of our combined monster. (laughs) I don't know. Today's monster of a story comes from the Reddit author, Jake, with the username WillReddit100. I lost my old friend this week. I'm, I'm not very good with keeping in touch with people I care about. It's something I'm working on, and hopefully you and future me can learn from this experience because this was a shock and hit me hard. He loved to explore, 
So this episode is dedicated to him and my family in the mountains. It was supposed to be safe. They said it would be safe. Knowing that it still might not be is why they chose to explore. Submitted for the approval to the guild with dim light anxiety, I call this story The Tale of the Small Flashlight. Titled, It Takes the Light. I grab the rest of my gear and throw everything into the truck. In the passenger seat was my wife. Every year in the summer, we visit tourist attractions, and this year, we decided to explore a popular cave near the East Coast. The cave is notorious for making its explorers lose their path inside. So, we put off making a trip there until we heard that there was more safety inside. The website we used told us that there were light bulbs set up on the ceiling, branching out into paths. If we ever got lost, we could just use them to get back. I put my keys in and start the engine. Now at the cave, Bianca and I put on our caving gear and walked down the path to the cave. The entrance seemed massive here on the base of the mountain. You would expect a giant to be sleeping inside. Yet, we made our way in anyway. Just as the website said, light bulbs on the ceiling branched out into three different paths. We both decided to go down the third path, as it was the least used path in the cave. At least an hour in, we encountered our first obstacle. In order to move forward, we needed to squeeze ourselves into a crevice. I dropped my gear behind me and slide in relatively easily. My wife hands me my bag and hers, preparing to enter. As she was in the middle of the crevice, a rumble consumed the cave. The ground underneath us cracked and broke apart. My wife, dropping into the dark abyss that had formed, I screamed down, Bianca, Jesus, Bianca! No response. I grabbed my gear and set up a rope to go down into the abyss, making sure to grab the small flashlight we packed. I threw the rope and began to move down. It's lucky that the rope was as long as it was, because the trip down took a few minutes, even while sliding using gloves. There was a shallow lake underneath my feet. The water level almost touched my hips. Bianca, where are you? This isn't funny. I shined the light around the cave, but the light could barely do anything here. It was like there were no walls to the cave, as if the only thing there was the water and the ground underneath. 
My light could barely pierce into the black void. Behind me, a loud splash of water. I spun around, unsure of its immediate direction. Bianca, do that again, I'm coming. Another loud splash. I ran in the direction of the splashing, and it continued. It seemed like the splashes were getting farther. Then I tripped on something. I get up and flash the light to the water. The body of my wife floated under the surface of the water. I lifted her up, seeing that she was missing her eyes and throat. Vomit pours out of my stomach and into the water. Another splash this time behind me, and another splash ahead of me. I shine the light around me in the void, more and more splashing. The splashes get closer and louder. Something pulls my wife's corpse away, right out of my freezing hands. I chased after the creature. The splashes stopped. I could hear my wife being dragged away ahead of me. It stops just ahead of me in the darkness. I'd come back to the rope somehow, but the splashing started again, just a small distance into the darkness. I moved forward, and this time the noises didn't move further away. I could hear it, a crunching and chewing noise. I shined my light ahead of me, to a massive rock coming out of the water, my wife's corpse being eaten by many of the horrific creatures. They seemed human, but their bottom halves, it, it resembled a, a fish tail. You could say they were mermaids, but they would easily traumatize any onlooker. They had glowing yellow eyes, gills and fins all over their bodies. Their skin was pale and dark, and they had large, sharp teeth jutting out of their mouths. Another smaller pair of arms, just under the first pair. And each and every one of the creatures that were eating my wife saw me. But they didn't care. Maybe I even saw one of them smile at me. I charged forward, yelling at the top of my lungs. A creature looks at me, quickly spinning and hitting me with their tail. It knocked the breath out of my lungs and knocked me into the water. More of the creatures were below me. Dozens of them. I struggled to get out of their grasps as they dragged me into deeper water. What? I definitely did not expect the monsters to be mermaids, but I am here for it. I was totally like one of those people in the theaters yelling at him to turn around. Why did he chase the sound once he saw his wife's body? I would be so far out of there and I would sleep soundly never knowing what the fuck it was <laughs> but at last that doesn't make for a good story and this one really did its job at keeping my anxiety up 
in these episodes, I really try to keep my title as close to the original as possible. The title of this piece was so good, but it just didn't fit with the theme. Therefore, I chose to name it after the true main character. <laughs> after all, we do follow it down the hole. Well, you heard it too. What did you think? Was it scary enough or better question? Can you do better? Can you scare the laughter out of me? Now for the details. If you want to be a more active member of the guild, visit the website. You can see all the rules for submitting stories, the links to my social media pages, direct links to listen to this podcast, an easy way to shoot me an email, and so much more. Easter eggs and the written versions uh, as well as writing prompts. Wait, that wasn't your question? Oh, oh, that's right. What's the website? Well, that's easy. It's just the name of the podcast with a dot com at the end. That's dimlightanxiety.com. You guys are so amazing for laughing scared with me during this deep dive into a frightening story. If you could please also give the episode a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platform you use to listen to today's story. It really does help get the stories out there so others can join in on creating their own tales. Nightmares are a terrible thing to waste. Bottled up anxiety doesn't do anyone any good. On paper, though, we are able to experience a whole new world. Today's dark and scary world was brought to you by the talented Reddit author Jake with the username WillReddit100. Just as our last shout out to the creator of our nightmares tonight. <laughs> I'm still working on being more consistent with this, but ADHD makes that more difficult task than it first appears. This week's writing prompt is The moon was huge as a cloud hung in front of it like a beard. She could almost hear what it was saying to her. Use that in a sentence anywhere in your story. What does it say? The moon? That's for you to decide. Shoot me an email with your creation when it's imagined. Finally, we have the last bit of the story. I know you have been waiting with Antissa. Patient. Enjoy. If you dare. More and more of them swarmed at their newfound toy, bringing him deeper and deeper into the abyss. The water became impossibly deep and vast, as if it had no bottom, and out of the vast darkness below, a massive arm comes out, pulling the man further. It squeezes him in its palm, feeding the creatures with his blood as it spreads, turning the clear water red. As his body enters the overwhelming darkness, so does his flashlight, still operating. For a moment, it flashes, revealing a massive, 
humanoid head at the bottom. It opens its mouth, eating away at the man and his light, returning the abyss into darkness. I declare this meeting of the guild with dim light anxiety closed. May the mer people stay only in your nightmares. At least until next week. Creepy room. <laughs>